We're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to Hello. some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. We're gonna talk to some Hello. people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to some Hello. people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. Cause Kristen knows blank. Everybody, welcome back to the Kristen Knows Blank podcast, a podcast where I talk to stand-up comedians about whatever they do when they're not doing stand-up comedy. Today, I have a fantastic guest, but before we get to that, hi, hi guys, hi, hi, welcome, thank you for listening or watching. Take a second to like, follow, subscribe, leave a comment. <gasps> we love comments. I will read them at some point, so leave a comment down there somewhere. I'm Kristen Key. I'm the host of this crazy mess. Find me through my website, kristenkey.com. You can follow me on all my social media. I post lots of videos, and if you want to support this, and all my shows join the Patreon. Oh, the Patreon. So many fun things. There's videos just for you. There's a game night. Oh, you're excited. I'm excited. Are you? Okay. Well, join the Patreon. It's super fun. Uh, now, this episode's guest, she's a stand-up comedian from Washington State, the Seattle area. She's got many specials out. You can watch them on YouTube right now. One of them is called Big Step Dead Energy. She's hilarious. I did her podcast. Now she's doing my podcast. Hey, computer lady, play that interview with Monica Nevy. Playing interview with Monica Nevy. Monica, thanks for coming on the show. Yes, of course. Thanks for having me. Oh my God, it's fair because I did yours, now you're doing mine. Yes, we've yeah, we're even now. Yeah, now wow. we, we owe each other yeah. nothing. Yeah, we should true. do it again um so yeah thanks for coming on thanks for agreeing to do this um mm -hmm. i have so many things to ask you so you are a stand-up comedian you yes. are a millennial um yes. you are married now and you are a parent yes. all of these things are huge we don't really talk about stand-up on this show so outside Perfect. of your time making people laugh on stage let's just start with how you just got married is that correct yeah in october how exciting is that? Tell me all. And it's to a lady. Is that right? Yes, it is to a lady. And she's <laughs> very pretty. Oh. And <laughs> well, how did that happen? Tell me all about it. Um. Well, let's see. Well, I, we're not supposed to talk about comedy, but I did meet her at a comedy club. So. You can talk about it if it <laughs> pertains to your outside it is, life. You're yeah. right, though. It is the most uh, boring part of my life now, though, to be honest, to stand up. So, um, uh, yeah, she works at a comedy club and that's how we <gasps> met years ago. Was she a waitress or? Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> yes. Oh, nice. Which I'd always kind of judged the fellas in our industry for dating waitresses. And then I ended up marrying one. So, <laughs> uh, you know, um, we took much better care of them. I think those of yes. us who ever dabbled yeah. in waitresses. I agree. Um, which she doesn't work there anymore. But interesting timing, I suppose. I wasn't living anywhere. And then. Wait a minute. Let's I not gloss like, over that. As a comedian, you say it, and I'm like, mm hmm. But our listeners, our, right, our wonderful <laughs> listeners and viewers, may go, blah, blah, blah. how are you? Because I spent two years in comedy not living anywhere. Um, right. Let's hear your tale of rent free creativity. Yeah. And that's exactly why we yeah. do it. I think I had an apartment in Los Angeles and I was still on the road a ton. And so at some point, it felt like I wasn't in LA as much as I was on the road. And so financially just said what if I just be on the road you know um right. and so I did that for a while and then I'm from the northwest so the little bit of downtime I would have I'd spend with my family and uh she was up here and that's like kind of when we met and so was <laughs> I moved into her apartment yes. um <laughs> sorry as a lesbian December, cheer. well <laughs> I guess it wasn't right away. I guess it's still, you know, less than a year, which is on par. But sure. um, it was, I mean, technically, officially moved in January 2020. 
<laughs> oh no yeah yeah so then you know two and a half months later I she I mean this is how I became a parent I'm a step parent and so she already had a son okay. and uh you know we had a fun relationship at that point because I was like the fun friend who came over and showed up and you know was <laughs> working a lot so when I was there it was like oh we're all just having fun but then one all of our work got canceled so I was just home and then the other parents really struggled with the remote learning thing so I said okay well, I'll do it you know so that he can actually get it done and so I went yeah I joke on stage but I went from being an internationally touring stand-up comedian to a stay-at-home remote learning facilitator oh my god well you had uh, always was the joke about big stepdad energy before yeah you got to Bef live your dream you became, before I met her yes you, I'm living you the dream. fulfilled your dream just like <laughs> falling into the stepdad role yeah it's a prophecy <laughs> that's really um, neat yeah um and so it accelerated um our relationship my stepson and I's relationship pretty For quickly sure. because you know then I was more of an authority figure but also he I I used to work with kids I thrive on structure it's really good for them you know to to know the same thing is coming a lot and then they're easier to like keep a hold of their attention and stuff if they kind of have a pattern and so once he got used to me and I got used to him like it's I don't know if most step parents feel that way but I'm like one of his parents like he if someone says hey your mom's here or whatever he doesn't correct them um he listens to me when he has a question he'll look to me no matter who else is in the room you know it's um at the time it was very stressful, <laughs> but, um, but now I think both of us feel lucky because we are really close because of it. And I'm sure as he gets older, he'll probably go back and go like, Oh, that was crazy. That's <laughs> that amazing. That though. But, what a great opportunity to, to bond with, you know, a, I mean, a kid, you know, that you're yeah. going to be living with and you are going to be co-parenting. Yeah, it was, I mean, it really did work out well for us. And at the time, my wife's name is Erin. Um, she got a job like a week before everything locked down. That was such good timing because she works for credit unions and um, they stayed open. So we had her income when mine was completely lost. And right before that, she was looking for a job. So I was paying for everything. So it just completely switched. Like we got, I mean, obviously it was a terrible time for everyone, but we got very lucky in our situation for multiple reasons. So I feel like anybody that counts their blessings through pandemic, just, just count them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because <laughs> lo looking on the bright side, it was, I think what got some of us through it. Cause we also had some fortune come our way. I mean, and would we have looked at it as good fortune any other day or just in the time that like, you know, everybody's without work, people are dying you know, this is good fortune or is it just like, it's just another day. So I'll take yeah. it as the look on the bright side. It was, it was great. It's yeah. Well, and I feel, and maybe you can relate to this. I mean, when, cause we both travel so much, your spouse doesn't get to see you that often, you know? And so I don't know if we'd be married if that didn't happen because of the travel and still kind of getting to know each other and trusting sure. each other and things like that. And so the fact that we did get to spend so much time together was not only great for my relationship as a parent, but with her. You get to speed up the, or, or whatever. Yeah. You got to show her the, I mean, 
I think the healthiest version of yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know yeah. if you're well, stand up for me, but, yeah. <laughs> off the road during pandemic, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm taking better care of myself. I'm eating healthier. I'm not doing yeah. all this road stuff. I'm not as depressed. And so right, I feel so like my wife out, really yeah. enjoyed me <laughs> during <laughs> pandemic. And then I went back to the room. She's like, there she is. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That mess. No. So it was, it was, there was good things about that. And um, let's see, she proposed to me. We were already oh, in because we have a house now. So we were already in the house because she did it just in bed the day after Christmas. I've always wanted it to be around Christmas. She knew that. So she she didn't want to do it Christmas Eve or Christmas because she thought I would be expecting that. <laughs> so oh. the day after just it, and I never really wanted, you know, people propose in the middle of a Lakers game or whatever. Sure. I don't need other people <laughs> involved. So she just did it in bed. Um we don't know morning. how you a bet is. Maybe there were other people involved. That's I don't true. know how That's many true. people are. Well, in eventually here. we did have to tell our son. We brought him upstairs and we were like, Aww. we were like, we're going to get married. And he goes, today? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, not for a little while. But yeah, he was like very excited. But That's fair. Um, but yeah, so we that was, we'd probably been together almost three years when she proposed. And then it took us a while, a year and a half or so to get to you know we planned and it was still like kind of the end of the covid restriction yeah. stuff and so planning weddings i'm sure many of your listeners have either heard or done it themselves during that time was complicated there was restrictions but then they would change and then mm -hmm. you know and then we have some conservative family we maybe didn't want there and so we were like everyone has to be vaccinated um <laughs> you know different <laughs> different things like that so you would think that it's a gay wedding would keep some people out yeah no let's add we... another hoop to jump no, through. we want to be there and say weird stuff oh i'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> that's really funny <laughs> uh so it was a long you know yeah probably a year and a half that we actually like planned everything but it went really well it was beautiful and you and i did my podcast and we did a festival together like right before mm -hmm. um maybe like three weeks before yeah yeah. And starting like that day that we had done the podcast or maybe the next day, I started to feel just like so I was I thought I was anxious. I thought I was just stressed and like so worried about the wedding. And I started to get sick, like physically sick. I couldn't really eat much and I would get sick like all the time. And then it started like I would have to get up and go to the bathroom like seven times a night. Like That's it was really a lot bad. of times. I know. So then two weeks of that, I call the doctor and I'm like, hey, this seems not good. Right. <laughs> and the doctor was like, two weeks, uh, it has to be three weeks before we can do tests and stuff. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll just, because the next week is my wedding. So I'll just go through my wedding and hope that once it's over, it was stress, you know, like I would just go, right, That's right. what I was hoping for. So the wedding comes day of, I kind of like pull it together. I do have a panic attack in the morning, but otherwise I wasn't really getting sick. You know, I didn't eat or drink too much that day, but enjoyed the wet, got through the ceremony. I was like rocking back and forth the whole time though. It doesn't I mean, was great, your fiance was... just freaking out that like you were having massive cold feet? Just like, well, I, I want to get married and she's sitting here shitting her brains out, rocking back and forth. Yeah. Like, is this I a kept... sign? <laughs> I kept telling her, like, I am not stressed about being married to you. I am not anxious about that part. I am I am excited for that part. I'm so ready to be married for you. And I but I was like, but I want the wedding to be over. Like that's, that's just that's how I was feeling. Cause I okay. thought that was the reason, you know. 
So then we do get married. It's great. We have a ton of fun. It does feel a lot better after the ceremony part. You know, you can kind of relax a little bit. But then the next day I was like still getting sick. I had a fever at some point. So then, of course, I'm like, well, fuck, did I just get everybody COVID? You know, like, am I sick? Which I that wasn't it. It went away after one day. But then like I was still getting sick. So I go to the doctor. We do all these tests. Nothing comes back. So then they send me to a GI specialist. Yeah. And it, it did come back that I had C. diff the whole time. Oh, <laughs> that's awful. It was not fun, but at least it was a weird moment. Cause you're like, Oh, thank God. You know, right, but what did it, they give you for that? I know what the symptoms are, but now I don't know. It's an antibiotic, which is interesting because they think I got it from taking a different antibiotic. Okay. Cause that's what it can like, it's the bacteria in your stomach. It's right, screwed right. up. Right. And so I had had a throat infection from flying, um, in like August which I was prescribed Jeez. antibiotic for. And so they think because I took those that it did that. But it was it was just like, I just wish so much that we had figured it out before then, you know, like that I didn't have to do that on my I wedding. Mean, but you're a comedian. <laughs> and so I think the audience all is just like, that's how comedians get married. Yeah, Hilariously like, and trying not to poop their pants. Yeah, something bad's going to happen, right? Right. right. Yeah. Like, has your comedy changed now that you've gone from you know, just a, just a, a lone wolf stand-up comedian <laughs> to now being a wife and a mother. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm always very much writing about what's going on in my life, you know, it's, and I'm not too like outside of that too political or anything crazy. So it's a lot of like what is right here. And so of course, before I wasn't talking about parenting in any way. <laughs> and now that's like a lot of what we talk about, I did a special called big stepdad energy and like not half of it, but you know, maybe a third of it is about parenting and that, um, experience of the pandemic with him and I, and those types of things. And so, yeah, I mean, before that, a lot of it was, uh, single on the road, kind of a, you know, just a weird person. I don't, I was single for like <laughs> eight years. So that right. was what it was a lot about. And now, yeah, I mean, my life is almost the complete opposite. So does your wife mind, um, being talked about on stage? Cause mine does. And we've just had to deal with it. Okay. <laughs> there are just like some things I'll say, and she's fine with it. But then there's just like, there's some jokes that I have that to this day, like I, I won't do it while she's in the room because I'll have to, cause <laughs> it's like, I, first I thought she was joking. She wouldn't be like, that joke's not funny. You know, I'd be like, ha ha. And she'd be like, no, that joke is not funny. I don't know why you tell it. I'm like, whoa. And so I just, what? I'll do it. I just won't do it with her in the room anymore. So yeah. do, is your wife uh, like pretty like, okay with it? Or does she also have some reservations? I think she would have some reservations if I think she would need to sign off of it kind of thing. Like she, oh. she's <laughs> heard, I know she's like heard. There's only a few really about her. I think that's the thing that it was just funny. Cause I was just writing one this morning where I was like, this is pretty good. I don't know if she's going to like this. <laughs> you have to but, test it. My advice, always test them first before yeah. you test them on her. So test them. And if they get a big enough laugh, then you make the decision. Is it worth how selfish <laughs> am I? And as a comedian, I'm like, well, comedy did come before her that's yes fair. a laugh's a laugh it's not racist i'm keeping this one you know yeah. <laughs> that's a good rule yeah um <laughs> i well and then so he's never really seen me on stage our son obviously because he's nine but when fair. my special came out we were at like a 
after wedding party for the people who we didn't invite. Um, and <laughs> it was, so they played it and he was there. And so he was kind of half paying attention, but then some of the stuff about him, he was like, are you serious, Monica? <laughs> it's like, it's fine. It's just 80,000 people have seen it now, but um, <laughs> <laughs> you're a star kid. You're yeah. a star, which is funny. Cause he, I don't like some people will come up and be like, is this true? Do you really have a stepson? I'm like, yeah, I just don't post him on my Instagram. I think it would be inappropriate as sure. a step parent to be like, look at this kid's face. Um, <laughs> and so I don't like post him. And if I do like we cover his face and different stuff like that. Uh, so it's, but he, he wants to be, he wants you to post him on your Instagram so badly and he wants to be in every video and all that stuff. And you're like, I just, I want yeah. you to be old enough to make that decision. And also we have other parents to argue right. with it about. So yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Like my dad's a minister and I would always be like, why don't you ever mention me in your sermons? He's like, how? And I'd be like, you know, like Kristen and her coat of many colors. He's like, that's not a thing. So I think it's more, just I just, he would just wants to be included. Yeah, probably. That's well, and sweet. he's, he 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 loves attention and he's I, in the right family yeah and he uh he she was a musical theater performer and uh -oh. Like, I think, oh you go, yeah. oh you're the loud neighbors <laughs> if we, we call, give them the right time of night yeah for we, sure. yeah there's just two of us but we always go oh shit we're the loud neighbors because oh, we'll just sure. be like either singing or seeing who can make the highest noise for no reason <laughs> like a child and then we'll be like fuck do you think the neighbors can hear us and then we'll like hear them like I'm like, oh, if we can hear them, like, we're like, <laughs> so you're the loud neighbors. You've oh, got for sure. Especially with, if all three of us are here. I mean, it's, yeah. Yeah. I have another so. question. Okay. So you, a mm -hmm. lesbian, married mm -hmm. to a woman, mm -hmm. stepdad energy. Mm -hmm. How did Love Island become a part of your story? I've never, I've never had a guest with more of a, a, a left turn <laughs> for their guilty pleasure. Yeah. Um, so when Erin and I first started dating, she watched The Bachelor. Sure. And, and it was part of my like, cause you know, Mondays, Tuesdays, sometimes those are off nights for us, which is good. Yeah. And yeah. so those nights I would go over to her apartment and we'd watch with her friends and they'd have like bachelor night, you know, and sure. I didn't really know much about it. My mom would watch it sometimes and I would kind of like make fun of her, <laughs> but you get like pretty, like it's still, you know, you get invested, but The Bachelor, like takes itself pretty seriously you know yes, like they're, we're really here to find love and all that stuff well a friend of mine was like have you ever watched love island and we said no and they were like it is <laughs> it's 60 episodes or whatever it is i mean like it's an insane amount of episodes because they it's every weekday like they put an what? episode out every weekday in the uk this we watch the uk version and then if we run out the Australian version. The American versions are not very good. So I just the, started trying to watch the 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 America version, and I yeah, and I, I do recommend start with the UK. In fact, uh, UK Love Island season three is what we okay. Tell I'm gonna to do this with. because yeah. after you after you told me, well, now I can't not do it. Give it a try. It's so each season is it's, it's whatever six weeks, five days a week. And they have some like, you know, extra bits you didn't see or whatever. They're on Hulu, which is great. You can't vote because it's not, you know, you're not in they've real already time. been voted on. Right. But how, but what, because I, I was looking into the, the premise of the show. How many things can you vote on? 
there's if they well see this is why i love love island is because it's like hunger games like the producers are just making <laughs> shit up like throwing stuff in there all the time like there's no real structure to it the challenges are ridiculous and mean nothing and it's just to like stir shit up you know so but the other thing that i like is it's not just one i think it's insane to have one person with 30 other people trying to like date them i think that's yeah it's hard to keep track of people and whatever. So this, you know, they're supposed to be coupled up. There's uh, six pairs or whatever. And yeah. Then they share a bed and all this stuff, but then they can get to know the other people. And so there's stealing and they recouple a lot. Um, and then, so if you're, they throw in what is called bombs, it's a new person comes in and, you know, somebody, oh, maybe they like them they take them on a date or whatever. So then if they recouple and then there's a person left single, sometimes they're dumped from the island. They've also voted on like, so if you're um, single, you get kicked off the island. Sometimes <laughs> it depends. Again, it's like, <laughs> then they're like, you are single and uh, vulnerable, but you're still here for another day. It's, it's, uh, yeah. Again, I think they just maybe from a ratings standpoint go, okay. What so about doing Morgan? Because you got or? sucked in and you're a lesbian and this just doesn't seem to make sense. Well, I do think it has a lot to do with the fact that they are not American. They're very polite compared to like watching straight people date here. Okay. Um, So that's helpful. We've watched every single UK season, some of them more than once. And there's a lot. I looked on Wikipedia for (laughs) this episode. I was like, what are you about to get me into? Because usually I have to research season. I'm like half an episode in, but now I'm going to go back and start a different episode. Uh, There was one that was in Vegas and I really didn't like it. Yeah. And then there's like a new one that's on Netflix, but I tried that one too. And I'm still not, I don't know what it is. It's just not as whimsical for me. (laughs) You are an onion. You're an onion of a guest. There's so much to you. It's time for five quick questions. Well, this is a podcast in three parts. We've chit-chatted for a bit. Let me ask you five quick questions. You're offered three times, three times higher than the highest rate you've ever been paid to do stand-up comedy at a nudist resort, nude. Do you do it? And I have to be nude as well. Yes. Okay. If it wasn't nude, I would say yes, 100% right away. I... Well, then you're just doing stand-up to a bunch of naked people. Like, well, I'm fine yeah, with that too. Fun. Okay. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> um, I think I would probably still do it. It would definitely have to be a conversation with my wife. She's oh, got yeah, weird. It's got weird hangups. She's like, it's okay if you like people see your butt or your boobs or whatever, but no one can see your belly button. I was like, what? She was like, just your your whole torso. I don't. That's mine. I was like, all right. Interesting. <laughs> it's like an anti fetish, but like it's weird. It's like but... it's like not a kink, but somehow it is like being <laughs> yeah. territorial of your partner's belly button i have a really long torso too so maybe she's just like that's she likes just too all much of it. skin yeah <laughs> all of that right <laughs> so, uh, so it be i a don't conversation, know be... but you you think you would i i would yeah question two question one was interesting question yeah was, two. that was more than i was expecting <laughs> you are okay this is we're gonna have to go back in time you're single and you've been cast on the lesbian version of love island okay <laughs> what's your strategy that would be so difficult um my strategy i can't even imagine a lesbian love island to begin i know with, it would though. be so complicated but uh i like well, cats cause... you like cats she likes cats we all like cats yeah they would just all no. be it'd be one <laughs> relationship and <laughs> so i think my strategy for sure would to just be as authentic as you can be and also not screw people over 
Okay. Like if you, they like it when you stay together uh-huh. and they like it when, you know, there's some ups and downs of, you know, but you choose each other and you're sweet to each other. I think that really works out, but that's kind of my, it's kind of my MO anyways. I'm like, like, it's most lesbians. It's like, yeah, pair with nice. what we like and then live with her until and then she's dead. <laughs> there's no, it would be boring because nobody <laughs> changes. There's no yeah. recoupling. They just keep <laughs> picking the same person. Question three, you've got a time machine that takes tokens, but you only have one token. Uh, you can either go back in time for one week to any time and not change a thing, or you can go back for one day and change something. What do you do? Obviously, my first thought was to change the whole C. diff situation, but that would, one day wouldn't give me enough time for that. Well, I guess maybe not. So then part of me is thinking like, okay, what week would I have enjoyed? I mean, there were some really horny weeks when I was a teenager that I'm like, oh, that'd be fun. But I'm like, <laughs> if you have one token in a time machine and you choose to do that, and you're like yeah. explaining to your spouse, oh, I didn't go fall in love with you again. I just wanted <laughs> to go be horny at 16. I know. I was kind of thinking like, what would, but we never really had full weeks until we were in the middle of a global pandemic so i don't also, know part what. of yours would start at a comedy club <laughs> and end with a year now wife you're like well part of this sucks time machine yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. <laughs> maybe that's it somehow go back and and stop the c diff from happening okay okay that's a fair answer that's a fair <laughs> answer go down to prevent the disease that uh, made your wedding that was much fun question number four <laughs> this is where these get a little little strange Okay. Um, you've been kidnapped. Okay. And your kidnapper has entered you into a hot dog eating contest. To save your life, how many hot dogs can you eat? Is there a time limit? No. No. So just as many as I can as many as you can throwing eat. up or something? Mm-hmm. And buns as well? Yeah, the whole thing. Okay. Um, <laughs> but no I'm condiments stalling. or relish. I'm stalling to really uh, Yeah, I'm like, care. if there was relish, I'd be like dead. But you're you know, like, don't uh, care for it. you know, yeah. the Nathans come when they eat the bun and the... And yeah, yeah, yeah. Dip it in there. I think I could get to like 10. 10's a pretty good number, I think. I think I you'd think have so. a fighting I, I chance. Honestly, I mean, knowing the situation, I might be able to even push it a little bit more than that. Like looking at me or if... Because I can do two hot dogs. I would normally do two. We have a hot dog bar near our house and i, I usually really get two that. i thought you meant in your house we have a hot dog <laughs> bar in the house i'm like i want to come visit you no wonder that kid likes you so much <laughs> that's it yeah we got a hot dog bar no there's a whatever. way better than a juice bar <laughs> so i always get two and i'm there so i could i i don't think you know like i'm getting too five full times by as that. many sure so yeah i think given the right scenario if I was kidnapped, I would probably be pretty stressed, which, I'd, you know, as long as you don't have a stomach, you're going to be full. okay. Yeah. It'd be helpful at that point. I don't know. But uh... <laughs> like a fountain of hot dogs. Yeah, That's gross. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Fighting chance. Last question. Question number five. Uh, this got strange again. You've, you've been kidnapped again. I'm so sorry. Man, this time I, your kidnapper I has, out? I know you're having a rough day. Your kidnapper has entered you into uh, a karaoke contest to save your Ooh. life. What song do you sing? I hate karaoke. Um, I'll Good watch thing you it. had those hot dogs. Yeah. I enjoy it. Yeah. No, I have to do this right after. I was, was I kidnapped from the hot dog eating <laughs> competition? <laughs> it's, it's a multi-level kidnapping, you know, <laughs> and then you have to go on a dating show. No, no, no. <laughs> karaoke you should be fine this is the worst part i always want to do christmas songs because i know all the words to christmas songs i'm fine with that really what okay. christmas song would you sing to save your life i would say rudolph but i think any kind of song where a lot of people know the words and maybe there's some like fun you know maybe one of those journey songs or whatever that everybody knows all the words to 
because then it's it's a little less on you. You know. Yeah, you don't have I'm to carry the song. You didn't choose a ballad. You're not yeah, singing. Right. Yeah, Adele. I'm not trying to belt it out. Yeah, here. I think you're yeah. gonna make it. I think you're gonna survive this kidnapping. Congratulations. <laughs> Very quite well a scenario, done. but I, thank you for playing five quick questions for me. It's my favorite part of every episode, and that's where um, we play a rad lib together. And now it's time for rad libs. Here's what happened. I've written a story specifically for you. I've left out some parts of speech. If you give me those parts of speech together, we're going to make a hilarious story. Are you ready to play? Yes, I can remember parts of speech. I need an adjective Indian EST. Fastest. I need a location. A Safeway. I need a first name. Terrence. Terrence? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) I need an adjective. Dumb. Yep. (laughs) This is really good already <laughs> um, we could stop here it'd be a great story but we're gonna keep going because we still have like 15 more blanks to fill okay, in okay nice uh an occupation physical therapist huh. <laughs> an animal penguin uh, a celebrity jennifer aniston yep <laughs> a noun a scooter a body part pinky toe a verb jump another adjective small uh, a hidden talent juggling knives yes <laughs> Something you make. Collage. <laughs> you do that a lot? I'm a big collager. Collager. You're an avid collager. <laughs> you just turn around your whole wall. It's so. all just one collage. <laughs> Me eating hot dogs. Love Island. This is when I got kidnapped. It's a... uh, an adjective. Long. Body part. Wrist. Ooh, an article of clothing. Your left sock. Something you exclaim. Shit. Yep, a pet name for a relationship. Sorry, I don't know why I just thought of the... I was going to say Smoopy Bear. Smoopy Bear! Smoopy Bear works! Okay. I just... Sometimes your brain, I'm like, where the hell did that come from? I've never said that before. (laughs) Yeah, sure, sure. Your wife comes in, did you call me, (laughs) Snoops? Body part? Uh, Elbow. Verb? Shut. Plural noun? Cats. Yes. We have a story, my friend. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm so excited. I don't know why. Fantastic story. Tips for winning a dating show. Oh, hey. Tips for winning a dating show. (laughs) Congratulations. You've been cast on the fastest dating show on TV, Love in a Safe Way. (laughs) You and your castmates will be competing for the love of Terrence, a tall, dark, and dumb physical therapist. He's got the brains of a penguin and the body of Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> oh, look out. Hey, okay. I was going to say, that didn't quite fit with the lesbian love island, but now it does. <laughs> now it does. Well, he's here to find the one thing he doesn't have. Scooter! <laughs> Follow these simple tips, and you could be the girl that steals his pinky toe and wins love in a safe way. Tip number one, stand out. In order to win, you'll have to outsmart, outflirt, and outjump your fellow contestants. <laughs> Show him your small side. <laughs> Without your hidden talents, any girl can look cute, but he'll remember a girl who can juggle knives. <laughs> I mean, that's true. That's so true. Why don't more women do that on dating shows? Second, remember you're not here to make friends. You're here to make a collage. <laughs> These are great tips. <laughs> I'm going to take the girl that's making a collage over there. I like her, <laughs> yeah. I like her personality. She's showing off her small side making a collage. <laughs> Third, if you've got it, 
flaunt it. What's your best feature? Your luscious lips, your curvy hips, or your long wrist? <laughs> Whatever it is, put it on display. Wear a left sock that says, shit. <laughs> Finally, create one-on-one -on -one moments. It's hard to fall in love with cameras rolling in a room full of women who are all trying to steal your Smoby Bear. <laughs> so choose your moment and grab him by the elbow. Lead him to a quiet place and shut deeply into his eyes. <laughs> if you play your cards right, you could find love, companionship, and a lifetime supply of cats. <laughs> yeah. Pretty decent tips, actually. So, I mean, blown away, blown away. <laughs> so good, so good. You're amazing. You're so fun to talk to. You aced five quick questions. The Radlib was hilarious. Please tell the audience um, where they can find you and follow you and what you have coming up. Well, thank you for having me, first of all. This has been very fun. Everything is just my name at Monica Nevy on Instagram and monicanevy.com is my website. Um, my special, Big Stepdad Energy, is on YouTube with Helium Comedy Studios. But if you just search Big Stepdad Energy, I'm sure it will come up. We're trying to get it to 100,000 views by my birthday, which is February 6th. Um, I don't know if that's going to happen, but I'm telling it. you now. So you feel obligated to let it play in the background or whatever. I'm going to put this episode out before then. So that Perfect. maybe can happen there you go <laughs> you're hilarious i love everything that you do and um yeah thank you so much for coming on today yeah of course it, oh my podcast is called dumb pitches and you can go listen to the episode that kristen was on was yeah cool. what was my dumb pitch that uh that lesbians about? should be in charge of everything lesbians should and be you in kept charge of going everything. back and forth you were like this could be good no this is not good this could be yeah it was very really fun yeah who knows is it is it not i mean we'll have to so go back and listen it, to remember yeah. Yeah, i forgot your podcast is really fun well thank you for coming on Yes, thank you for having me. Interview complete. Sending Monica to an island filled with lesbians to compete for a cash prize. <laughs> that is such a weird way to say goodbye, but I would watch I would watch that. Thank you, Monica, for coming on. So nice to talk to you. Thank you guys for listening, watching, however you're taking in this podcast. Please do take a second to leave a comment. Let us know what you like about the show. Uh, like, follow, subscribe. Find me through my website, kristenkey.com. And maybe I'll be doing my stand-up in a city near you soon. Well, next time I'll be bringing you another hilarious comedian. We're going to chit-chat, play five good questions, and then do a rav lib. Until then... Bye. We're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to Hello. some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. We're gonna talk to some Hello. people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to some Hello. people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. Cause it's the